0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode five of Teachers Talking Teaching. I'm one of your hosts, Marco, and alongside me is Kristen. Hello. Social distancing again. We're going (laughs) through the app, right? We can't (laughs) see each other because COVID is still... You would have thought like after July, that was the last time I think we recorded early August, that we would figure this, you know, out right now, but it's not figured out. It's still kind (sighs) of weird. It's still crazy outside, so...
1: Yes, we're is. using the yes, app
0: using the app to talk. And today we're gonna to talk about how our first semester went. But first, we got headlines, right? Biggest headline is the inauguration.
1: Yeah. We yeah, got a new it... president
0: since we since we last spoke. A whole bunch of stuff happened since we last spoke. We had oh my
1: gosh. the
0: riot at the Capitol. Yep. We had the election. And then I mean, we had the Just the election. The re- just the election itself, the recounts. And all that other stuff. The recounts
1: then, of the
0: recounts. Of the, the recounts and the recounts and the, <laughs> you know, all this stuff that happened since we last spoke. But the inauguration is tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow, Wednesday. I always thought it was tomorrow, but it's not. It's Wednesday. And uh, we're going to have a whole bunch of new people running things. DeVos, Betsy, right? Our, one of our best friends. She resigned <laughs> a week ago.
1: <laughs> Be so that.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, my gosh. So crazy. God, like,
1: why, why not just sooner?
0: <laughs> right. Why not at the very start of it? Why not put someone in there that actually knows what they're doing?
1: Yeah. But well, yeah, hopefully. the
0: inauguration, hopefully new things will happen. And, you know, vaccines. Uh, I, I heard that your district is already starting to roll out vaccines for their teachers.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, the first was like 65 and older. Yep. Um, and so they got their emails and a time and a place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it started. So, you know, fingers crossed.
0: Yep. Same with us. We got emails the last few days. They had a clinic that was offering vaccinations for our high-risk teachers and paraprofessionals and employees. So, hopefully that works out and everything's good there. And then maybe we'll get ours, who knows, maybe in the month or yeah, two kind of weeks. At the
1: bottom of the, the yeah. list. But that's it's like, okay. a, it's,
0: it's like a blessing and a curse to be healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. To, be young, yes. to be young and healthy, right?
1: Right. We're the last ones they considered.
0: Exactly. No <laughs> pre-existing conditions. You know, we don't have to worry about death when we leave our house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But we're the last ones to get it. So, but anyway. That's all right. It's okay. But uh, so with the inauguration um, on our, in our campus, we actually have to, uh, we actually have to have permission to show it now can you believe that like we have to actually like before like i remember being in high school when um uh, obama was the first inauguration for uh, president obama like i remember my technology teacher i believe it was my web mastering class where i was learning how to do web design and all that he put it on in the background and it was like no was no problem he just said all right hey it's on if y'all want to see it it's there but now it's like we have to get permission it's I weird know.
1: I haven't, I haven't heard that anything like that for like really? the, the main campus I work with.
0: Wow. Um,
1: but, you know, like when you got high school, sometimes you have people who uh, beg forgiveness rather than permission. So oh, yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't yeah. know if there's some of that going on or just that, like I'm not in the know or they haven't yeah. sent like a whole thing. Um, but we have, I mean, most of our kids are still pretty virtual like we really don't have that many kids on campus. Yeah. So maybe it's, you know, it has something to do. Like, do y'all have a lot of kids on campus?
0: Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. We got, um, we're at about close to between, I think it was, I think 55, 57%. So starting back, uh, last week we had, we have about 600 kids on campus. And of course there's there's a few students that their parents have turned virtual and mm-hmm. there's a few students that they waited about a week and maybe two weeks. We'll see if anybody else shows up. Their spot is still saved, but we have, we have right. quite a bit of kids on campus. My class size is now averaging between 15 to 17 kids per class. So I have about five, Man. I have five classes and 15 to 17. And then, um, in regards to basketball, cause right now basketball season's going on. Athletics was shut down. Right. So we're not doing anything except uh, practicing um, during the class period. And um, even then, uh, it's not required anymore because before we, uh, we had the requirements for athletics for them to come in. But it's no longer a requirement. And we had about half the team, if not three quarters of the team, uh, remain virtual these last two weeks since we returned from the winter break. So it's definitely crazy, like all this stuff that's happening, you know, yeah, the kids well, I know and everything.
1: I know a lot of like, I know our, you know, a lot of districts are encouraging people, if they can, you know, to keep the kiddos home for a week or two from the holiday spread.
0: Yeah. Um, Especially those in Travis County, too, because that's where it's really getting hit, the Austin area.
1: Yeah. Well, all the, I feel like all the counties around are, are getting to their like highest. Yep. Totals, too. Yep. Um, So it's, uh, yeah, and I don't know about you, but like I'm starting to get like more people I know, and a lot more people, you know, like or like second degree of separation, where it's like people they know, like either getting it or uh, having, you know, or or they got it from something over the holidays. Yep. Um. So it's uh, it's definitely not getting better.
0: Right. Definitely. Which was not. the hope. Exactly. <laughs> So I guess that kind of leads us into our uh, discussion today is like mm-hmm. that first semester, how did it go? what do you think? Um, on a scale of one to 10, how did your first semester go? Let's start off with that.
1: Well, you know, so, so for my, my context for my job as like an instructional coach, um, I mean, it was, it was weird, but I'm still learning the job anyway. Yeah. Um, so I would say, for my teachers, though, I mean, it, it's it been survival mode the yep. entire semester. You know how, like, a lot of times, like, by October, you're like, oh, but I know people were feeling that already in August. Yep. Um, just, like, from an emotional kind of level. So I know I, whatever I did, I always tried to uh, address that yeah. to people, you know, over the semester, either for themselves or things they can do with their kids. Um, and then I think one, one thing that's kind of been from a school level, we've done a lot of like supporting teachers for the whole school, you know, like with the coaches, a lot of times we work with one particular department. So there's been a little bit more of spreading that out, which I'm totally down with because I love working with all the peoples.
0: Um,
1: and, uh, so, you know, for my particular context, it hasn't been, it has been kind of weird because, you know, and, uh. And I know schools everywhere are dealing with resignations left and right. Yes. So, it, just in terms of like for my job, you know, got to teach a little bit.
0: Right. Yeah. You can <laughs> so, step I in. feel like,
1: you know, I, yeah, yeah, I feel like, okay, well, like I got to experience, uh, you know, what it's like. It, and even then, though, like I still didn't. I wasn't doing all of the things that a single teacher would be doing, yeah, um, and it was incredibly stressful, and that was and I only did that for like three weeks, yeah um, so I know everyone is is really feeling it. Um, you know, I had teachers who over the holiday, were like, "I just kind of laid on the couch, yeah, that's like all I did because that's all I could do, um, which I totally, totally get um, yeah. how about How about you? How are you doing?
0: Oh, man. No, oh, was crazy. The first semester was insane. Uh, so we were one of the districts that um, we, have, we so to give everybody context. All right. Um, the and you, Kristen, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But the gist of it was, is that when the school year started, the state allowed up to four weeks for everybody to stay home and be virtual. And to work uh, with Zoom and and all that stuff, like we we started learning how to do at the end of last school year. And districts had the opportunity to apply for a waiver where they can work for four more weeks. And so everybody in the Austin area applied for the waiver and were granted the waiver. And it was only Austin that decided to remain virtual for a full, I believe it was a full nine weeks.
1: And, yeah, and then they even moved their start date back. Exactly. Yeah. So they were able to even like go virtual even longer.
0: Right. <laughs> so their start date was yeah. later. <laughs> so everybody everybody besides uh besides Austin kept their start date the same. And right. So Austin their start date was after Labor Day. So they were they were virtual almost all until the end of October, almost till Halloween. They, that's when they decided to go back to school or they offered in person. So Um, the, the, the whole thing is, is that according to the state is it doesn't matter what we want as teachers or educators, we have to still offer in-person learning. So no matter what happens, kids have to have the option to come back to school, which is fine. We understand equity, internet access, you know, parents working two jobs, parents that are unemployed trying to find jobs. So we get it. Um, so Uh, Austin did that and then all the other surrounding districts uh, did something different so my district we actually were virtual for four weeks and then we moved to in person and we stayed at a 25% cap so after uh, I believe it was after September 11th is when we returned and then we were at a 25% cap for about four weeks and then anybody who wanted to come can come pretty much and so I had when I first got to school. Uh, and I started back again after September. So, the first uh, the first four weeks of virtual was pretty. It was pretty. I mean, I I, I enjoyed it because um, it was different. One, two, it kind of helped me get used to Zooming and stuff like that. Learning how to do mm-hmm. Zooms and all that, and how to manage attendance and and seeing you know, getting that gauge of you know during during that time trying to gauge the interests of the kids. So it was kind of an interesting experience the first four weeks. And then when we got back, that was – it was like almost like – I don't know. It was weird. Um, all the procedures, the masks, the, the sanitizing techniques, the directions of the hallways. You know, we had so many procedures in place to have kids safely come back to school. And I was sitting at around uh, – I was sitting around maybe like 30% of my kids, 40% of my kids. So I had about like maybe – I think the highest class I had um, – I think the highest class was 19. No, that was mm-hmm. that was during the second nine weeks. The highest class was like 10 or 11. And then um and then when the second nine weeks happened that's when we got more kids. And then um and then now in the third phase of everything, now it's we're at about 60%. So um I would say on a scale of 1 to 10 how crazy how it was like at a 5 or 6, maybe even a 4. I would say mid because there was some good parts to it, but then there was some scary parts like knowing that, hey, you're going to have 19 kids in your classroom and yeah, it's going no to be very hard to there's no way to distance. keep everybody. Yeah, exactly. No and way then to do having it. to clean all that stuff and sanitize and enforcing the mask wearing because sixth graders are a little bit more squirrely than probably yeah. your freshman <laughs> and high school, mid, uh, you know, sophomore age, junior age kids. So uh, having that, um, it was definitely a very interesting experience, especially in the athletic standpoint as well because we actually, we actually uh, were able to have um, the sports were postponed for us uh, once we returned back to school. So once September hit, we were able to, con- uh, to conduct sports again. And so football started back up with a shortened season, and volleyball, which was what I was doing, uh, had a shortened season as well. So even those procedures were crazy. We had to do temperature checks each time the kid came in. Um, we had to make sure that we had to space out in regards to athletics and the locker rooms you know, kids had to go and waves, So practices had to be cut short, because we had to make sure that there was not enough, there was not too many kids in the locker rooms, um, mask wearing, you know, enforcing the masks when they're working out. And when they're not working out, having them take down their masks, and you know, and everything was a risk, you know, so uh, having mm-hmm. to go through that in a sports season, that was crazy. But now, um, you know, now that we've returned, even before we we went to winter break, we actually had to shut down everything because uh, a lot of our teachers had to go on quarantine and we had a, quite a few kids had to go on quarantine. So um, the two thirds of our school was actually shut down because of it. And so since then, cases spiked up, right? Hospitalizations right. have risen. Um, deaths obviously are a thing. And, then, and you have the vaccines, which is a, a, a light at the end of the tunnel. But right now, it's like uh, sports are shut down completely. We can only practice during the period and um you know now it's it's quite a different feel than what it was at the start of the school year you know at the start of the school year it was more of like uh we don't know where this thing where this thing is going but it's going to be good like it'll be okay but now it's like that kind of message is kind of like okay well let's try to like not make it any more worse than it is now
1: <laughs>
0: you know what I mean like Can that's the just... like it's that's that you know it's uh it's definitely an an eye-opener uh for me um because now it's like you went from having you know the different levels you know what I mean like okay I was asynchronous I was I was at home and all my kids are right. virtual now I'm back at school and I have sports and I have like five kids in class okay cool and then, like the next nine weeks, it's like, okay, now I have like 12 to 13, 13 kids a class. And, yeah, you know, sports well, are we, still a thing.
1: Yeah, and we now kept, kept talking about, yeah, we kept talking about, like, okay, the next first day of school. So yeah. it's like you had four first yeah. days because Just about. each time the, the yep. transition changed, like, uh-huh. you, you had, it was like another first day. Like, oh, wait. There are kids on campus who haven't been on campus, so yep. they have to be, you Taught know, everything. educated yep. on the routines and procedures. Uh-huh. Um, and the kids who've been there, poor kid, you know, they have to hear it all again. Um, we actually had where there was like a three-week, like, we could have done – it was when they were, you know, we started off, like, in the pods. Yeah, the all, you know, I remember that, You know, where it's that, like yeah. all the kids, you know, the kids just stayed in that one room. The teacher stayed in that one room. And then they had to figure out, like, because they had two teachers in the room. So the teachers could still actually have, like, a conference or be able to leave the room. And there would still be someone there because there was there the whole day. Um, So then from that transition to, like, being able to go to electives or certain classes, but not all the classes, and then being able to go to all the classes. I can't remember one of the transitions we skipped because it was only, like, a three-week time between them. Yeah. And I think and they like crunched the numbers and our principal did a really great job of like, okay, here are the numbers, y'all. <laughs> right. Of explaining like kind of why that transition got skipped. So I I think it turned out okay, but it was one of those situations where like we just didn't have enough staff to be able to, you know, accomplish the transition. And since it was only for three weeks anyway, why do something that everyone has to relearn in three weeks and, and just go ahead and do it. Um, yeah. So, and I think there are probably pros and cons, you know, of course for that. Um, but I know that was one of those things. Cause it's like, I, and I think that's one of the reasons the semester besides the, you know, this just existential dread of living in a pandemic and how you just can't even be near your neighbor or, you know, right. without a fear of either infecting them or them infecting you or, being around someone and like that's always like in the back of the head or at least it is for me um, yeah. but also that having to restart and learn new routines and procedures yeah. and new you know so you have like entire an entire system of like first-year teachers an entire system of administrators who are um so stressed and so with so much weight on them with having to just keep the building safe Yep. like you know just how can they actually you know and they're having to learn all the stuff coming from the state and having to translate it into um things that make sense to people um and making sure they're doing things there but then also that's not always clear
0: <laughs> yeah
1: you know um so it's just uh it's it's like it's one of those just perfect storms of so much um, new that just like the cognitive overload for everybody right. is is crazy. Um, because teachers are brilliant people and have to do nine million things and make nine million decisions a day. Um, but you know this definitely where everyone's having to do that is is pretty tough. Has been yeah. pretty tough on people.
0: Yeah, and like you said, you made an interesting point that. I hope, you know, people understand is, is that we've had, like, four first days in, like, mm-hmm. the last four months. There was the first day, first day, and then there was the first day <laughs> back to campus. Yeah. And then there was the first day back to campus with new students. And then there's another first. Like It's just there's been so many first days. And there's so many, you know, different structures that have to make sure that, you know, you're it's, – it's a lot. Like, it's, it's crazy the amount of stuff, like how you're saying, is just – How many things that the teachers have to keep up with? Attendance. Like attendance is number one. Like just attendance. Uh. yeah, like taking attendance (laughs) is like you know, there's there's so many different ways to take attendance. Well, did they interact with you? Okay, well, then are they showing progress? Well, have they logged in? Did they not log in? Where do they have to log in? You know, all this other stuff, like attendance is by far like if you if you can just have a day to do something, you can do attendance in a day. Just tracking kids down. And it's funny because like no matter how many sketch schedule- that's what I've learned no matter how many schedules you make for the kids no matter how many places you put it a kid that has you first period you won't see them till like fourth period like they just won't they're like ah you know those at home- those at home I need let me rephrase that those at home those that aren't in school you'll still see them like they'll follow the schedule but those that are at home learning at home if you don't have a Zoom that day they you won't see them till noon <laughs> if you have to yeah. if their class is at nine. <laughs> <laughs> they won't come to like 12. You won't see them interact to like 12. It's like, all right. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, this class is all right. I can, I can, I'll be fine. But it's just <laughs> like, and it's, right. it, it's such a, it's so funny because, you know, you know, going through college and having those classes where they're online. And I remember saying, I remember telling my parents and and all my friends and and people in class, like I was like, oh, I hate learning on, online. I hate learning school online. Like I need to be in class. I need to be in class. And for me as a learner, like being in class is the best place to be. But now it's like, ugh, like is it the best place to be right now? Is it the safest place to be? Is right. it the is it where you need to be? Can you be at home? And that's just such a, it's such a hard question and hard task to, to answer and, and, and combat because there's no, and that's the thing is like, there's no playbook, you know, there's right. no like, there's no, you know, readings or anything that our, our principals and leadership and superintendents and, and district and district personnel can follow to make the right calls. Cause you know, there's no right calls right now. Everybody's well, just kind of the blind yeah. leading the blind.
1: Or there's just, or there's no no call that's that's gonna make everyone happy. Oh yeah. Or or where you know you think you're making the safest choice, but still doing the best education. Um, You know, like there's a a phrase that I've been using a lot is "good enough," right? Like,
0: (laughs) is it good enough? Is (laughs) it satisfactory? This is not a year
1: for like best this is a year for good Good enough, you know, like there is no way you're going to cover all of your standards and objectives that you might normally in a year. There is no way you're going to be able to assess kids in the most authentic ways possible. Like, you know, collaborative work and, and problem solving. I mean, all of these things that are part of the learning process are just made so much Harder And more difficult, you yep. know, like talking with teachers who want kids, you know, who kids who want to work collaboratively, but then they still don't want to because of how hard it will be right? to like, make sure everybody is involved in the process, you know, even harder than if they were able to see each other physically, or if all of them were at school versus some at home and some at school. Yeah. Um, there's just, there's so many things that make it um, difficult. And I know one of the conversations that we've been having a lot at our school is about grading, which yeah. you know, if I were to look at something that to like hold on to, actually that has happened as a result of all this is the um shifting of some paradigms that I'm seeing with people uh, regarding grading.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, mastery versus quantity or quality versus quantity you know do I really need to give 20 questions when 10 questions will really show me whether or not they get it or do they have to write something down when I could have a two minute conversation with them to see if they get it and you know giving them credit or whatever for it right um and I think I think our our school is kind of going in this direction but obviously with so many kids across the nation failing you know it's not it's not this is not
0: yeah. Like that is a Central anyone, Texas problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not any one place. It's just so many kids failing that it shines a light on all of the things, you know, that we've like talked about before. And I think grading practices, I mean, grading practices are not gonna fix everything. No. And it's not gonna make sure every kid passes when there's so many like societal and systemic issues, but it's, it's one of the pieces, you know, that can yeah. for, may, take you maybe from like a 25% failing to maybe 10%. Um, and then you have, then you figure out what to do with those 10%. Um, but, yeah.
0: That's what, you know. uh, that's kind of, you know, in, in my mind too, like just seeing the amount of t- kids that are failing and what they're failing by. It's kind of it, the, the idea of grades is not only, you know, you have the systemic issues like you were talking about and the, you know, the, the inequities that are, uh, it, you know, in our districts that need to be talked about. But now, like, you you, you have all these problems that were kind of swept under the rug or, or just ideas that were just, like, kind of, like, pushed to the wayside because, like, we didn't really need to worry about them. But now yeah. we really have to, you know, like, you got to worry about not grades. Talking about grades now after this pandemic is over, like it's kind of a reflection on teachers on how they grade and, and what constitutes as a good grade needs to be re-examined how kids access technology. Right. Even now, mm-hmm. like with, uh, even if we give them all Chromebooks, like does, is that going to stay after the pandemic? Do the kids still have those access to those Chromebooks? Because there's kids that still don't have access to technology at home, you know, all and these that's different great, things.
1: Yeah. That's a great point, too, because there's been, you know, uh, part of the grading conversations sometimes have been like, oh, you know, we really got to take into account what's going on in this kid's situation. And, yep, um, you know, and I'm like, there have been this, there have been kids with this situation before the pandemic, you know, there have been And you kids still felt who, them. Yeah. And who haven't had access or who haven't had, um, you know, or just the way the grading or assessment is done doesn't work for them to be, for them to be able to show what they know. Um, and so let's, let's make sure we approach that or keep that, you know, uh, cause it's, it's those kinds of things don't go away when the pandemic goes away. If, exactly. You know, hopefully when it, when it does, if it um, does,
0: no, I'm just kidding. It, it, it will. I, know, it like, will.
1: We, I just, I remember, Like, when we look at the curriculum stuff, you know, we had people develop – we have um, curriculum for our district that teachers can use, and they were developed last summer. And I keep going to look at them, you know, to see what I can do to, like, help teachers, and I just keep looking at it and going, we did not do this considering that we'd still be in this situation. right? You know, like – when those I think maybe a few months or maybe until like October or November, but definitely not still january and 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 still the numbers as they are um right. and the education as it is
0: right yeah, I mean um I speaking on that like i I know I was looking at my calendar for my classes, and like this is the the second semester is always the fun semester because it's always do like robotics and Difference, mm-hmm. you know, hands-on activities, group activities. But I had to, like, we can't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we can't really work in groups because, you know, there's, you know, in regards to, like, the physical distancing for classes, number one. Number right. two, there's going to be kids that are virtual. So trying to figure out how they can work in a group is just as hard as having kids work in a group on school, uh, on school right. grounds. And then of course, like, how do I clean all the, all the robotics and things like that? The circuits that they play with, you know, it could ruin the, the actual, you know, physical part, the hardware, those components. So I had to like, you know, it was kind of hard, but at the same time I understood I just hope the kids understand, but yeah, we have to scrap that. Like they're not going to have any kind of hands on anything because of, you know, the risk of the tight spaces or, you know, being close together for a certain amount of time and just the, the, the fact of cleaning everything and making sure everything is sanitized and ready to go for each class. It's just, it's harder for, for, for us to keep up with. And that's, that that's, that's across the board for a lot of our, uh, you know, technology classes within the district. It's kind of difficult to, to keep track of that. So definitely a, a different shift in the mindset. So speaking on that, like if you can go back to the very start of the semester, like at the very, like knowing what you know now what would you what would you tell yourself like what would you say like what you know like what would you what advice would you give to yourself
1: um i i think i I would want to tell myself assume this is not going away yeah because i feel like i feel like that perspective might have adjusted a little bit of how I supported teachers or how we kind of went about some things right um so yeah I think just assume this isn't going away anytime soon (laughs) yeah how about you this is
0: like (laughs) hey Marco it's gonna get worse (laughs) (laughs) you thought it was worse now dude it's gonna get so much worse
1: and it's gonna get worse. run for the hills. Yeah, it can get worse and you're and you're not gonna you're gonna have to still be at school. Right. Like, you know, it's not like there's not gonna be a virtual option. Yeah. You're gonna have to be there.
0: Right. You're you're at school no matter what. That you know, mm-hmm. I I would I would probably be a little bit more optimistic with that. Um I would tell myself, No, you're gonna be dude, you're gonna be at school no matter what. So just get over it. Like yeah. the, the the fun that you're having in your your little bubble and <laughs> making sure like now that now because the last, you know, the last time we had uh, the last time we had a podcast, I was engaged and I was mm-hmm. talking, I was, I was, I wasn't married yet. And so, you know, having that experience of, of having a pandemic wedding is, we, that could be a whole podcast right there.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. But,
0: um, you know, uh, telling myself like, Hey, like at the start of the school year, it's your fiance, or then later in the school year, it's your wife. Like having everything ready for your wife, you know like oh, like she's gonna come home, and you know during your off period, you're at home, so you can do a little stuff around the around the around the house, or you you know you're not there's no travel right, so you mm-hmm. can have like dinner ready or start cooking and things like that, so there was that that home feel that you had, you know, and then you have to let go of it when you go back to campus, so kind of telling myself like, hey, like enjoy those moments, like enjoy the time that you spend here at your house because you know you're going to be at school soon. And so I would tell myself like like what you said like mm-hmm. this is not going to be it's it's going to be an ongoing thing. Like there's no there's not really an end to it, so make the best of it and understand that you know there's going to be kids coming to your class. It may not be the number that you want it to be, but there's going to be kids that are going to come and there's going to be things that you're going to have to do that you may not want to do or feel comfortable doing. But it's gonna be a thing, so you know, try yeah. to try to understand that now and get your mind wrapped around it now, and have those conversations with your loved ones and the people at your house, and saying, "Hey, I'm gonna be exposed to a lot more people," and then you know, just go from there. Like, hey, totally. like, it's gonna happen, no matter what you want it to be. And, is it? Uh, go ahead. Have
1: you have you gotten used to the mask? Like, is it weird? If you don't I don't know I've gotten to where like I'm used to it and I I don't like it's almost weird in my brain to think about going to school and not wearing a mask
0: so I yes and no so like remember how I said like two-thirds of our school shut down
1: Uh uh-huh
0: so I was pretty much in an empty (laughs) I was in an empty hallway so my grade my grade was impacted by it so Out of all the classes I taught, you know, I have athletics, which is seventh grade and my technology applications classes, which is sixth grade. And I have one class, just one section of an eighth grade course. So sixth and seventh grade was shut down. So when I was at school that day, I literally saw nobody until like late in the afternoon. And that was only for like 45 minutes because the classes are shortened now because of the schedule. Mm -hmm. And so. The last almost uh, two weeks of the semester, I didn't have to wear a mask in class because there was nobody in there. Right. I was in my own bubble. So I went from wearing a mask and doing all that like constantly to not wearing a mask. And then you have break where you don't really, you just wear a mask when you leave and you're at home the whole time. Like how you're saying, like the teacher's aren't catches. That was me watching Cobra Kai. So <laughs> like, <laughs> so like you go like a long period of time of not wearing a mask. And then now like kids are back. So you're wearing your mask again. So it was kind of at like, I, I got used to wearing it and then I was like, Oh, thank God, I don't have to wear it anymore. And then now I'm wearing it again. So now I'm trying to get used to it again. Yeah. You know, cuz I, I i actually double like with my mask like i have a i i ordered uh, there was some masks that our booster club was selling so i ordered them but they have the filter pockets nice and so like i actually use a filter and it's a pretty thick cloth already so going from you know going from not having one as much to wearing that guy again it's definitely taking some more used to with like how i talk and breathe and you know <laughs> that stuff so <laughs>
1: What, what's something that you ha- has, have you found works well? Like what, what problem have you solved, Marco?
0: In regard, there's there's anything. so many problems with anything.
1: Any, any like problem that you've solved. Look, let, let's keep it to the realm of school.
0: To the realm of things. school. Okay. Yeah. School things. Uh, um, I think I saw, sol- I solved like the 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 dist I didn't I, well no I didn't really solve the distance okay still kind of on the
1: way or found some success okay maybe you've solved yeah solved some too. yeah it's not it's not in the good enough category sorry yeah like but something where <laughs> no, you found that at I've least solved. some success I've
0: solved <laughs> I've solved quite a few things I've solved how to I've solved the routine yeah like I'll say that so I think that. I now have a solid routine in regard to how my day goes, especially now that I don't have practices in the morning because Mm -hmm. of what's happening. It's more of a normal, uh, quote unquote, normal. Like it's a normal enough, like good enough. It's a normal (laughs) enough school day (laughs) to where like, I know the routine. Like I get to school, I do my check-in, like with my temperature and the health screener, I get my class ready. I go down to basketball, uh, do basketball, and then depending on the day, like I have a Zoom or no Zoom, and like the kids are the structure of things, the kids are getting used to it. And those that weren't on campus before this break that are now new to campus, the 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 virtual that now moved to face to face, I feel that the structure of things is really helping them um, in regards to like the learning with with my class. So. Cool. I would say that's something that I saw. What about you? What do you think? What is what is something that you've made good enough or um, solved or, you
1: know? I, you, I feel like I've gotten comfortable with uh, video meetings.
0: Yeah, those um, too, yeah.
1: You know, like, I really – I'm going to miss them, I think. Um, yeah. it, and this might just be the introvert in me talking. It um, is. Because, you know, like when it's <laughs> –
0: <laughs> that is it, it's the introvert know,
1: <laughs> when it's when it's like a video meeting like yeah. i can go in like right when it starts oh yeah and i don't have to like make small talk with people before. no
0: you can stay like <laughs> you don't have to talk you don't which, you can stay on mutual time y-
1: which is yeah which is nice i um and then i like the chat box like i i'm you know, I like to do like those side comments and usually it's like the person sitting next to me in a faculty meeting or whatever yeah. who gets them or I text them to somebody. Um, so now that there's like a venue for that, you know, yeah. um, that I think and and I've gotten used to it's not weird anymore, like that you can't see the whole person, you know, yeah. that you just see whatever they want you to be able to see. Right. Um, and so I, I think that's been that's you know some comfort with that and i think um teachers are getting to that too with the with the virtual stuff yeah um but yeah i don't know if that's solving but it's just it was a problem and now it's not
0: yeah the um uh, <laughs> it's funny that you say the chat our chat is shut down during the meeting like we don't have a chat
1: <laughs> oh when oh when uh what kind of like, uh, like for class like or? the
0: well, the chat, so for class, like the chat, I just have it as to where they can only talk to me. I probably should have mm-hmm. it, to where, but if you like let sixth graders talk to each other, they're just not going to, they're not going <laughs> to learn anything. And then like in faculty <laughs> meetings, we have like a little icebreaker at the beginning where we put stuff into the chat and then the chat's gone. So it just, it just results in us texting yeah. to each other. But yeah, like I like,
1: well, sure. I like,
0: uh, I like the, like, chat, like you see all those memes where you like, you text somebody in the zoom to see that you try to find them the little square in the gallery view to see what, to see Uh what the facial reaction is when you text them, like whatever you're thinking about what's going on. But um, (laughs) yeah, I I, getting used to those. I mean, I think that's for, for what it's worth. There's a lot of things that we're going to keep doing after this pandemic is over. And I think one of those is um, it might be, you might have a lot of uh, zoom meetings. Um,
1: Yeah, I think, I think so. And, you know, with, My position, you know, our coaches, like if we're meeting as an ELA coach Uh team, we're all at different campuses. So we don't have to take geography into account um, to be able to meet um, before or anymore. Um, And I think for schools like some, you know, some high schools are humongous in terms of like it can be like, you know, a mile and a half to walk from one end to the other. Um, so I think to some extent that that can be good um, yeah. you know for for geographically challenged areas, although it is like I have you know um a teacher friend who texted like just graded a hundred essay or graded for a hundred minutes or whatever, and this is the time when I would like wander into your room, yeah <laughs> you know like so you know you don't really you know I know people don't really have that. You know, I guess you could wander into people's rooms, but again, depending on your comfort yeah. level with adding more people into any room situation. Um, But I think people are finding ways around that, you know, like text. And I know I've got a lot of very active group G Chats. We use the Google apps. Yeah. Um, so we have a lot of very active group things <laughs> <laughs> they, they may or may not help productivity, right. be, but they help to keep you that's right. That's so what that's, you got to do. That's just as important. That's, that's
0: exactly right. <laughs> so uh, thinking about everything that we've had that we've had happen to us in the first semester. What are some Mm -hmm. things we look forward to this semester or some things we can build upon from the first semester? What do you, what do you think? What are some things that you can build upon to make even a more manageable or in your words, good enough. (laughs) enough. (laughs) What are some ways we can make things good enough for semester two in the second half of the year? What do you think?
1: Well, I think for me, uh, we've had a lot of teachers find success with um, like Socratic seminar and different like discussion um, things. So, you know, supporting them more with that. And then just for me personally, because again, like I've only been doing my particular job for about a year, I'm learning, um, you know, asking people like their preference of how to interact with them. Like, do you like me sending G-chats too? Right. <laughs> or do you want me to not, do you want me to leave you alone and like you'll contact me? Right. Um. So I, I got some info from people about that. So I'm kind of looking forward to implementing their preferences um, for like how to support them and how to help them. And then also learning that there are times when I need to try to anticipate what the... Um needs will be uh as much as I can because you know teachers teachers anticipate issues all right. the time, but again like that cognitive there 's so much going on that they 're not at that normal level of anticipation that they can do, so just trying to do as much of that for them as I can um and then the last thing is that the school where I am i 'm I don't know if it's the nature of the admin team or it's just because of COVID where they're just trying to keep everybody safe. Um, We've had a lot of like input and influence on like professional development and sort of how we support teachers instructionally. Um, And I'm still like learning that when I say things, people are like, oh, that's a good idea. And then it gets implemented. Oh
0: yeah, you actually feel (laughs)
1: like- it's like really yeah. weird, Marco. It's like so listening
0: weird. to me um, and actually like understanding me and, and letting me have an impact on campus, like you never had that before, and now you actually can have that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of had it, but previously, but it was always tainted in some way. But um, <laughs> so like this <laughs> this one, it's just I soon like I'm learning to sometimes maybe not say things. Right. <laughs> like, wait is do I really want that to happen? Because I feel like if I say it, it will actually, and they're going to make you in charge Um, of it. Yes. Which I don't mind. Um, but it's like, you know, I love ideas and I love staying in the idea world. So I have to be like, really sure that I want to like actually do the thing. Um, those would be things I would take. How about you?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm listening to you. I'm like, Oh, those are really good. Um, I think, uh, for me personally, I think routine still establishing that routine and making Mm -hmm. sure that routine is, uh, for not only for my, myself, but for the students, I think having that routine, uh, continuing it would really makes a difference. Having the kids understand like, Hey, this is when we zoom, this is when we don't zoom. These are the days we are by ourselves or, or asynchronous. So establishing, keeping it, making sure that established routine is still there. Um, I think, uh, I think the like understanding, like there's no end, like how we talked about it, like, like understanding, like this is probably going to go well into summer and until we all get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So, since we're the bottom of the totem pole, I guess once I get vaccinated, (laughs) that's when I'm going to understand. That's when I can kind of like take a like let out a let out a big breath, a, a sigh of relief, and be like, okay, so I'm vaccinated, which means that there's a chance that things might be somewhat what we had before all this happened so that's probably the only time <laughs> maybe, maybe kind, of. kind of or maybe it'd just be good enough right but um yeah <laughs> yeah i just that just you know just telling myself like you know it's okay to you know to give grace and to give yourself grace I think that's the biggest thing for teachers yes. is to understand you know you can get to give yourself grace like no one in in the hundred years of you know, in recent recent educational, you know, philosophy and books and seminars and lessons and everything you learned in college, no one ever prepared you for a teaching in a pandemic. You know, um, true. So knowing that, like you're, you, the every like you and everybody in your school and in your district and in your state and in the country and in, even in the globe right now, you're we're all in the same boat, like there's a lot of us, it's okay to not know how to do Zoom still, or, you know, even switching uh, learning management systems, because that's what happened with us too. Like we had to switch from Google Classroom. Uh, we were able to do Google Classroom up until the semester break, and now we're on Canvas. And, you know, mm-hmm. all these different learning, learning management systems that you may not be familiar with, and you're learning, you know, it's okay to mess up, it's okay to not know how to grade it properly on the management system, you know, it's okay to mess up an announcement or mess up an assignment you know, give yourself grace. So I think, uh, taking the, just, you know, having that routine and and giving some kind of routine as best as you can, making sure that you're doing things to be good enough and to give yourself grace. That's what I would say. Those are the things that really helped me last semester and really could help a lot of people and including myself this semester too. So that's what I would bring into the second semester.
1: I think too, like you were saying, uh, being patient with yourself that even though it's January going into February you know just like your first few years of teaching you're going to have some things figured out but there's still a whole exactly. lot you know that is not known or that is still you know on the workout which is you know the life of an educator Exactly. Um, yep. too you know it's just the, the wonderful and the terrifying of it All right. um, and to just try to be okay with that and taking care of yourself that's another thing like I, I always make, make self-care a part of what I do with teachers so continuing that yep. you know supporting people reminding them that hey it's just as important for you to take a break as it is for you to spend another two hours grading yeah
0: and there's a <laughs> lot of that people are just going from work to work like they're not going from school to home mm-hmm. they're going from school to school like they're they're mm-hmm. still doing schoolwork, so I would say give yourself grace, give yourself some time away, and you know just be patient with yourself and be patient with everything because that's you know you're gonna you going to you can not pour from an empty cup. Can never sure. pour from an empty cup.
1: You can, try, you can try, but there's nothing in there. Air.
0: <laughs> it's empty, so how can you <laughs> pour air? Drink a whole bunch there's, of air, guys. No
1: lemonade. Delicious. <laughs>
0: air lemonade (laughs) (laughs) all right i think we reached uh, dream school yeah dream school yeah how long has it been since we did a dream school i don't even remember i said uh like a catered lunch a barbecue lunch i said a big end of the year celebration yeah made sure everybody had technology okay i think i have all okay i'm trying to think of what i want and then now there's dead air to our listeners. They're like, "What happened?" I
1: just, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the listeners are like, "Are they done? Did they finish?"
1: I'd, yeah, Is it over? Is the dream? Did the, the dream? The dream happens? died. Is the it, dream is, is done. It, no, it's dream deferred. Uh, I got the deferred. dream.
0: The good that enough dream. The
1: dream deferred. Um, yeah, I just, I want, I want a place where people feel safe.
0: That's a good one. You know,
1: like physically, emotionally, mentally, um, you know, where it's physically safe and people feel like they can make mistakes and they're not going to be punished for mistakes, you know, Um, especially if they're parting the learning process uh, for for both like teachers and kids. And where I where teachers are given the grace and the support that's expected of them to give kids. Yep. These are things I would... That's I, really good. ...would be part of dream school. That's really good. Thanks.
0: I don't know what mine would be. I was thinking, <laughs> like, just let everybody get everything they want. You can just say... That's bad.
1: You can just
0: say same. And same. <laughs> I think... uh I think for my... Uh, yeah, I like that. I like the safe space, like, having... I think... um not only having it as a safe space, but I feel like I, I think for some campuses in particular, and, and maybe even all campuses, just the parent-teacher interactions, I want them to be 100% positive. Like, I want it to be a co-synergized, like, we're on the same page relationship at my dream school. So, like, the, the, yeah. the parents can tell the teacher, like, this is what we're doing. And then we can reinforce that. And then whatever happens that we're doing at school, the parents understand and reinforce that. And like none of these emails or calls are like, why are, why are they doing this or why are they doing that? Did you read the IEP? Did you read the 504? Like, do you understand what my kid needs? You know, like all those negative things that are even bring, being more pushed out now because of this pandemic. Like, I just wish like parents yeah. would just understand like what we said, like, hey, give your teachers some grace. And so not only can – the not only can, like, they come to our school, our dream school, and feel safe and, and reinforced and everything like that, but the parents can understand that too. So that's what I would – my dream school would be like, hey, let's get these parent relationships solid. Like, we're here to support. We're not here to, to mess mess your kid up and doct- or what they say, <laughs> don't indoctrinate my kid, you know? No, like, that's not – that's not what we're trying to do, guys. Like, we're just –
1: Right, is that the word? I don't, know. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I think, yeah, that's, that's the word, but I, you know, I, if in, by indoctrinate, you mean teach your child to think. Sure. Sure.
0: sure that's why, <laughs> that's where we're at right now where we can't show the inauguration because like, it's like, bad. There's a percentage of our population that think it's a, well, that's a whole different conversation.
1: So I, I could understand, I could understand if my child were on the younger side, Considering what happened with the Capitol riot, um, like I think it'll be safe and you know things will be locked down or whatever. You know, like there probably wouldn't. But I could see like a part of me being like, ah, uh, I don't know about live, but maybe later. You know, just if I have a very young yeah. child, you know, yeah. in terms of like wanting to shield them in case something does. That's happen true. That's, that's true. Violent or you know that would be something where I would want to be with them to help them process um like that's that's what i i guess i know, didn't think of that i don't know if way. those are any of the yeah, reasons I think of it like that. that people might be hesitant to watch it live or have their kid watch it yeah. live um but i you know that's that's where my parent brain would. and go. i'm not a
0: parent yet you know like i'm not that's yeah. uh, i'm not i'm not a parent yet so i don't think of it like that so thank you for that letting me enlighten- enlightening me with your parents with your parent mind
1: Anytime, marco anytime it's it's a it's a um it's an anxiety ridden mind <laughs> too though so like, <laughs> it may not be the most helpful, but yeah. I do try to work on calming it down and luckily i i my husband is a very like grounded that's person good who can be like. No, no, that's, you're, you're going too yeah, far. that's probably Just Walk my it wife. back, walk yeah, it back.
0: That's going to be my wife when I'm like freaking out. That's good. I'm like the kid is freaking out and I'm freaking out with the kid and we need, we both need an adult and then like they look at me and realize that I'm the adult, but I don't know what the hell's going on either. So yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be the household probably in a nutshell.
1: Yeah, it's good. As long as there's one person to hold the fort. Yeah, That's my wife. That's what you need. my wife. That's what you need. That, that's why a partnership can can really help these situations. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that was such a good talk. All right. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about Sounds uh true. I can't even sum it up because we hit so many different topics about our first yeah. semester. It was it was just we just needed to catch up pretty much.
1: Yeah, all the things, oh, problems, problems we, solved, we solved, things we would not exactly, tell ourselves, yes. moving forward things we're going to hold uh-huh. on, moving forward our lessons learned. Making sure
0: everything's good um, enough and not perfect. Good, good, good enough. enough
1: Good enough. Yes, good enough. We
0: got it. All right. So, uh, for our listeners, if you uh, have any ideas or you want to reach out, remember you can follow us on Twitter at t three underscore podcast. Again, that is on Twitter at t three underscore podcast. And again, we are socially distanced, so if uh, any kind of weird (laughs) hiccup happened during this podcast, um, it's uh, it's because we're doing it through our phones and through an application. So I apologize for that. yeah. Um but yeah that's uh that's episode 5 I'm Marco
1: I'm Kristen And y'all
0: have a very happy and safe Martin Luther King Dr Martin Luther King We forgot to mention that it's Dr Martin Luther King Jr Day in the United States MLK Day
1: It so, is So um
0: it's a good time for reflection and prayer and um you know for some people service and doing good for others and and calling people to action so Hopefully, you can get all that done in the next uh, eight hours, Kristen. Um, Don't waste your day. Okay, I'm on
1: it. I'm on it, Marco. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening to the most recent episode of Teachers Talking Teaching. We'll catch you later. Have a great day, everybody.